0: Hometown Ghost Stories contains serious and often distressing events, and is not intended for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised.
1: This week on Hometown Ghost Stories. Lake Lanier seems like the perfect place to take the family for a weekend vacation. Boating, swimming, camping, what more could you ask for? Well, it turns out there are dark secrets lurking on the bottom of this lake. And if you're not careful, they might just pull you down with them. This is episode number 81 of Hometown Ghost Stories The Lake of the Dead, Lake Lanier, Georgia.
0: Maggie whipped her leg over the seat and grabbed the handlebars. This was going to be her first time going out and driving a jet ski by herself. Her parents and boyfriend were offering her some last-minute encouragement. She was nervous, but excited. She started the machine up and felt the rumble pulsate throughout her body. She closed her eyes, gave a deep breath, looked up, and took off slowly. She kept it slow and went about the lake looking at the boats and sights throughout the area. Finally, she began to get comfortable and pick the speed up a little bit. As she raced back inside of the dock, she looked over to her parents and boyfriend cheering her on. A smile came across her face and she looked back in front of her, and as she did, she saw a person floating in the water directly in her path. She yanked the handlebars to the side and went flying into the water, Hitting her head on the machine during the chaos. She felt dizzy, but opened her eyes as the sun beat down on her face. She was able to look back towards the dock and saw her father and boyfriend struggling with a raft to get out to her. Then, she felt something grab her ankle. Frantically, she thrashed her legs around, but couldn't get it to let go. It began to pull her down. She struggled to stay afloat, but it was no use. As she was being pulled under, she looked down to see what had a hold of her. As she reached for her ankle, she saw what it was. A ghostly woman in a blue dress with an enraged face stared back at her as they both sunk down to the bottom of the lake. I'm Rob Coakley, and this is Hometown Ghost Stories, Lake Lanier, Georgia. Lake Lanier, named for the poet Sidney Lanier, sits in the northern portion of Georgia and is a popular vacation spot for locals and those traveling from afar. The lake encompasses around 38,000 acres, which is the equivalent of 59 square miles. This lake, however, is not naturally made and in fact has a very sordid history regarding the construction of it. The local government was looking for years for a way to get a new source of flood control, hydropower, and water supply to the city of Atlanta. All of this sounds great in theory. What often is overlooked in situations like this is where do they acquire that land? Enter the town of Oscarville. If you try to find it on a map today, quite simply, you won't. Oscarville was formed in the late 1800s, predominantly as an African-American town. It quickly became a thriving community thanks to excellent farmland. In fact, this was one of the few areas of the state that farming wasn't struggling. Everything was going relatively well in Oscarville until 1912. In September of that year, a white woman was found in bed with a black man. She quickly claimed that the man was raping her. This caused a massive rift between the white and black citizens within the county. Unfortunately, days after the arrest, the body of Sleetie Mae Crow was found just outside Oscarville in the woods. She had been sexually assaulted and beaten with a rock and left for dead. However, she would be found alive, but would never come out of a coma. She would die weeks later from her injuries. Ernest Knox, Robert Edwards, and others would be arrested for the crime. Eventually, they would get Knox to confess to the crimes by holding a mock hanging. What a mock hanging was is they put a rope around his neck and threatened that if he didn't confess, he would hang. After this, Robert Edwards was taken from the jail beaten to death and hanged from a telephone pole in the town square where citizens continued to shoot at the body. Knox and others would soon be hanged in front of a crowd of people who were there to watch and celebrate. This wouldn't be the end, though. Night Riders began riding into Oscarville, firebombing the town and blowing up buildings with TNT and also lynching many of the men. They left the residents with two options sell off their land cheaply or die. In the end, many sold off their land and fled the area. White farmers would purchase this land, and this is where people believe the curse began. In years to come, the fresh farmland became infested with boll weevils, which killed a minimum of 50% of the crops in Oscarville by the time the government came in the late 40s and early 50s to buy the homes and farms to create the lake many of the farmers sold on the spot unfortunately many of these farms were offered pennies on the dollar there's a lot more that goes into creating a lake though than just acquiring the land and this includes moving the buried bodies from the cemeteries on the land As it turns out, in the case of Lake Lanier, not all of the bodies were moved. The engineers did attempt to remove and relocate as many of these bodies as possible during the construction of the lake. But this is in a time without ground penetrating radar, and it's believed that many could have possibly been missed. There were also many families who refused to allow their loved ones to be moved, but construction had to carry on. Also, there were many unmarked graves that the engineers simply just left. And on top of all this, there's also a Native American burial ground called the Samir Mounds that is buried under the lake. Other things you can find under the lake are trees they didn't remove, old building structures, and even a racetrack that was left behind. The lake itself also has an abnormally large death rate. Almost 700 people have died since the creation of Lake Lanier. One of the lake's frequent divers, Buck Buchanan, has reported that while underwater, you can, quote, reach out into the dark, and you feel an arm or a leg, and it doesn't move, end quote. With all of this, it's understandable to see why many consider this lake cursed. And part of that curse includes the many reported hauntings. While visiting the lake, many people have reported having an eerie feeling around the water. Some have seen people struggling within the water, but when they get to them, they disappear. Shadow figures have been seen around the lake and even submerged in the water. People that have survived drownings have said that during the terrifying situation... They felt hands grab their legs and try to pull them down. The most famous haunting for Lanier, though, is the Lady of the Lake. In 1958, Delia Parker Young and Susie Roberts were heading for a night out. Susie lent Delia a blue dress to wear that she was absolutely ecstatic about. The women were short on money, but they needed gas. Along their way that evening, they pulled into a gas station and pulled away after filling without paying, speeding down the road. This was the last time either woman would be seen again. A few weeks after they disappeared, fishermen and other lake visitors began to report a ghostly woman wearing a blue dress. Some even reported shortly after seeing the woman, she would disappear, followed by appearing in the water trying to drag them in with her. Other than being seen at the lake, the woman would be seen walking the road, leading to the Jerry D. Jackson Bridge, which crossed the lake. The most terrifying reports, however, were the people that would see the woman, then she would disappear, followed by reappearing in the water, trying to drag them down to the bottom of the lake with her. Eighteen months after the disappearance of the women and the reports of the ghost, a fisherman, came across a body. It was badly bloated, missing toes, and missing both of its hands, all likely having been slowly feasted on by the catfish in the lake. The body wasn't able to be properly identified. However, the locals knew it was Delia, as the body was still wearing the blue dress many had seen the ghostly woman wearing. But the coroner still couldn't confirm this and the body was placed in an unmarked tomb. Years passed, and the reports of the Lady of the Lake continued, although the story behind the hauntings began to fade. That is, until 1990. The Jerry D. Jackson Bridge was long overdue for repair. Crews began dragging the water around the bridge to clear debris when they came across something interesting. It turned out to be a 1954 Ford sedan. They pulled the car out of the lake and were removing the mud from within when they came across the skeletal remains of Susie Roberts. After giving a proper burial to Susie, they also verified that the body in the unmarked tomb was Delia. This doesn't have a Hollywood ending though. Despite solving the mystery of the woman, the hauntings continue people still see the woman in the blue dress. And even more terrifying than that, some have still had her try to drag them into the lake. Sidney Lanier, who the lake is named after, wrote a poem that I believe embodies the spirit of the lake perfectly. The innocent sweet day is dead. Dark night hath slain her in her bed. O moors are fierce to kill as to wed. Put out the light said he a sweeter light than ever rayed from star of heaven or eye of maid has vanished in the unknown shade she's dead she's dead said he now in a wild sad after mood the tawny night still sits to brood upon the dawn time when he wooed I would she lived said he Star memories of happier times, of loving deeds and lovers' rhymes, throng forth in silvery pantomimes, "Come back, O oh day," said he.
1: going on folks welcome into hometown ghost stories episode number 81 i'm jesse wilkins i'm joined by rob coakley hello rob
0: so doing lake ones is not my favorite because i have to look at underwater things and we all know how i feel about that
1: this is especially terrifying for rob who has a giant fear of things in the water mainly the ocean lake this is a deep lake this is a deep lake but we're also joined by dave welcome in dave what's going on
0: not too much not too much so lake lanier that's how you say it, right lake lanier correct yes it is named after a poet so i felt if it's named after a poet we have to go back to our roots and do some poetry at the end of the show um, and you're all welcome
1: honestly mm-hmm. i could tell that all of chat was snapping at the end of your poem, because that's what they do, right? Right. At po- the poetry poetry slams. <laughs> yeah, I'll snap at the end. So everybody yeah. was definitely snapping, but what is up to everybody who's hanging out in live chat? We got a whole lot of folks hanging out and we appreciate you guys. We got 10 gifted YouTube memberships from the one and only absolute legend, absolute veteran here in the hometown ghost stories chat. That is the one and only Papa Squatch. So thank you so much for that. We appreciate it. Unlocked all of the hometown ghost stories emotes for those lucky 10 of you who are gifted those. And we have two new ones that are up there. Love them. They look fantastic. Got a little crying pumpkin one and a demon emote, which was long overdue. I'd say we talk about demons a lot on this show, but I appreciate everyone who's hanging out. We do. And a very cool episode, very different. And I, I like this one a lot. I was looking into it heavily today. And this, this place is wild. Yeah. And it has some pretty obviously disturbing and dark history all over the area. And just this, this lake itself, this, the numbers are staggering, the amount of people that go here and die. And it doesn't just, it's, it's you, you think it's a lake, people are riding their boats It is around, a lake. It people is. are drinking, people do stupid stuff on the water and die because of it, right? So you think that this is no different than any other lake. Well, it is, because even if you compare yeah. it to lakes that are similar in the general region, this one at least has three times the amount of deaths every year that all of the other ones do, yeah. and it's it's staggering, and people say, and, and Papa Squatch, actually, we were just talking about him, he was here, he was in the pre- Patreon pre-show hangout, and he was even saying, he's like, you go there, and there's an eerie vibe, even even if you don't know that it's haunted, and he's not the only one that said that. A lot of people have said that this place has, it just, ha- it just feels off. It feels off
0: that's what when i was doing the research for this that was like the thing that i came across the most is that it just it, it just doesn't feel right like there's a lot of spots along the lake that you just go there and like you said it feels off something something's not right and you keep hearing this time and time and time and time again so it's like you got to take it and i loved hearing it from papa Squatch, right because that's somebody that we know So to get that verification, that it's not just, like, websites saying, like, there's an eerie feeling here, blah. Like, Papa Squash literally told us. He's like, when you go here, it does not feel right. He's like, I don't like swimming. I I don't swim in there. Something isn't right about the place.
1: And Mm -hmm. you know the feeling. We get it so many times at different locations. And it's just it's it's
0: indescribable
1: feeling. You just know something's there. It hangs Mm -hmm. in the air.
0: Mm -hmm. Right. And the history behind this place is crazy, right? So, I mean, we're going to get into it, but just learning about the the creation of this lake, it just the, what leads to the hauntings. I, I left stuff out. There's there's other stuff that could have been put in, like the trail of tears tear started around here with the Native Americans. Like, it's just a ominous area. A lot of sad, sad history here. Yeah, I mean, the...
1: Most disturbing part of this episode was probably the newspaper clippings that you put up, and I had looked into a few of them before. I'm like, it's just the way these things are worded, were yeah. so god awful. It's like, yeah, I mean, different time, but but that doesn't make any. It doesn't make it any better. Like it's it's just the, the the way that they're describing human beings is 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 horrible. Not to mention the events that that transpired around this case. I mean, they they flat out historians look at this case. And they say that they straight up convicted
0: three people that had absolutely nothing to do with this. Yeah. And they found the first people that they could in Oscarville. And basically were like, yep, it's going to be you guys. And that's what we're going to, that's what we're going to do. We're the mock lynching, like, which was not an uncommon practice. It happened multiple times where they're literally setting you up to hang unless you confess, like, I mean, what are we doing here? Like, like just it's even it's not a good, just, it's not
1: an effective way to get a the truth yeah. out of somebody. It's right, just, you're just getting them to say what you want them to say. Right. Exactly, and this is unfortunately like not even close to the first time that we've covered these kind of situations where you have Lynch mobs, you have these people overtaking the police station or the sheriff's office or whatever, and just storming in, taking the prisoner out, and in doing it, serving quote unquote justice themselves. It's It's terrifying. You saw it a lot more in like the Wild West times. And this one,
0: what what was this early 1900s? Yeah, 1912 is when this happened. So that's the year. And I, I think a lot played into it. I mean, we can get into it. But I think what, what probably happened, right, is clearly people were upset over what happened to these women. Rightfully so what happened to this one particular woman was terrible. But I think other people used it to their advantage. Oscarville was one of the few towns that was like really producing in the farming industry. They had some of the best land there. So I think people probably used it to the advantage for them to acquire that farmland. Mm-hmm. Now, and you, you saw know, the whole
1: thing with eminent domain as well, where the government just ran everybody off their property and eminent domain just sucks. Right? Yeah. Like if you live close to an airport, they're like, ah, eminent domain, we want to make it bigger. Sorry, you're out. And, mm-hmm. I mean, back during this time, there's absolutely zero percent chance they were actually giving you what what your house is worth. They're basically like, "Yeah, here's fifty cents. Fuck off." You know, yeah. it, it's it sucks. <laughs> it is. Anytime the government has that kind of power, I am uh, not a fan of that situation. So, some it of the scariest, around here a lot. Some of the scariest ghost stories in this story, and yet the scariest part of the story is still the government.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. It happens. It happens here with um, like uh, train, imminent domain for like train s- stations and tracks and stuff all the time. Oh, yeah, so. you get. What it it like, it. happened with yeah. the
1: interstate? Anytime there's an interstate put in, they just they're just buying up all the houses that are in the way, and there's nothing anyone can do about it.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: yeah. You, see, you still see it. It's mostly these days with highways. It's rare that they're putting in new railways, but yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, there was a comment earlier and uh, we had it up on the screen. I can't remember who said it, but someone had mentioned that there is a movie coming out. Oh, Papa squash had said it. Yeah. It's about, it's about this Lake and boy, Oh boy. I watched the trailer today. We're going to have to cover it. That's we're all gonna we're going to say. We're gonna have to cover this one.
0: That's all we're going to I'm gonna say. be a
1: sneak peek though. If you're acting, if you can't find bits of the movie where the acting is good and use that for the trailer, <laughs> not a good sign that your movie is going to end up being good. Let's just say, I probably should have looked into who produced this movie before we talk trash. That's why this. you need to not say anything,
0: Jesse. <laughs> yeah, this, this looks, looks like Moon a great Rose. movie. Just in case, <laughs> like, I am
1: really looking forward to this. The acting that they, they did, they found. Or just in case, another bloody movie.
0: disgusting movie. <laughs> you never know. So, anyways, it's, it's not. It's not. So that's a good thing. But yeah. they might. Yeah. So, but it, it's. I did. The, I did this episode without knowing the movie was coming out. To be perfectly frank, I knew nothing about this place as of like two weeks ago. And uh, we were going to have real hauntings on tonight, we actually unfortunately had to push that they had something come up tonight, they're gonna be on next week, but they're from Georgia. So I was trying to tailor the episode around their state. So I looked into some Georgia stuff. And I was gonna probably do like Atlanta or another small town or something. And then I came across Lake Lanier. And then some of the stories around it, I was just like, man, this is a terrifying place. So. It is. It is, and it's so
1: interesting. What's below the lake? So they straight up. Yes. Didn't, they didn't even demolish some of the houses. So there's just a there's a town under the lake. The lake is unbelievably deep. So if you go out to like a lake, I mean they're all different, right? But if you go out to some of the lakes uh, out so in the water, yeah, they, they they're wet. <laughs> Jump in, guarantee you're gonna get wet. No, but the uh, they're not that. Deep. Some of these lakes that we go to, like for instance, we used to go to this campground in plymouth every year and now we're banned forever that's a different story uh but we like you could hop out of the your boat pretty much at any time and and still hit you know like you're, you're still okay you're gonna hit <laughs> your feet gonna hit the ground but this one it, it's unbelievably deep they say that they exhumed the bodies from a lot of these cemeteries and moved them to different places but they just straight up didn't they might have done some but they definitely did not and so you not only do you have cemeteries that are submerged underwater, but entire, like an entire, like entire villages are underneath this, this lake. And it's yeah. unfortunately cool. the water's like really murky from all the footage that I've seen, but people went down there and they dove under and they still found like, cause the water, it gets really cold at points. They still found like limbs and like body parts and stuff. Like it's, it's a mess down there.
0: There's no wonder yeah. why this place is so haunted. Well, we had that quote from the diver that goes there all the time. He's like, sometimes you reach out because it is so murky and you can't see so well. And you're reaching out and he's like, sometimes you feel an arm. Sometimes you feel a leg and they don't move. And you're just like, man, why are you still diving under there? Because I, that would be it for me. I'd be that's, done. That's gross. It, this, what,
1: 700 people have died in this lake in the past, what, 30 years or whatever? Yeah. That's gross. That's
0: like human soup. Why are you going in this water? (laughs) It's so gross. (laughs) Well, it wasn't even constructed to swim in, right? So, like, going to the point that Jesse made, when they they were building this, what they did was they got rid of everything that could float. So, if they thought it was going to float to the top of the water, they removed it. If not, they didn't. There's a freaking racetrack underneath this lake. Like, a legitimate racetrack is still underneath the lake. Like, crazy. They left whole forest under there. There's, like, trees under there. You know, the yep. the buildings as you brought up. It, this is part hurting. of why it's so
1: dangerous because there's parts of the lake where the tops of these trees are only a few feet down and it's like your boat could run into them or people just jump in the water and great, you're impaled by a tree. Who yeah. would have
0: thought? Right. Who would have thought and of they, that danger? And they've had like drought seasons where they've lost a lot of the water and that's when the, the boats have hit a lot of stuff. People have drowned. That's when the Native American burial ground one time like was on you know came out of the water like it was just it wasn't under the water anymore it came back up it's just like so now we have a native american burial ground on top of this terrible tragedy of this town like you're just throwing everything at this lake yeah you know when you talk and about
1: it, ley lines when there's like a tragedy that's happened somewhere and then you have a native american burial ground and then you have 700 dead bodies accumulated from drunk people swimming over the past three decades and a body of water this is like the it's got to be like the epicenter epicenter for hauntings. Right. It makes sense. It definitely has all the pieces. And it's like you can understand obviously like like we said there's so many videos of people just doing stupid shit while they're partying and falling off the boats, but a lot of people that fall in the water, for one, this isn't salt water, it's fresh water, so you're going to sink a lot faster. For two, they a lot of people claim and I believe Rob mentioned this in the episode that they feel like someone is actually pulling them into the water and not like, right. wow, I got pulled down. No, they say that they feel icy hands grab their ankles and pull them in the water and then they don't even let go. So it's 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 pretty terrifying to think about. And the salt water thing is important because if salt water, if you swim in the ocean, you can stay afloat a lot longer because the salt is keeping you up. Right. I, I want to read I mean, this comment real quick because it's yep. absolutely insane. Mackenzie says, I got bored one time and Googled the weirdest things found in bodies of water, and apparently there is a giraffe in the New York Harbor that fell off a circus boat. Wow. That's (laughs) That's insane. It's insane that it's survived this long. (laughs) Wow. Just swimming around. (laughs) No one's gotten him out like, no, that is the giraffe of the lake. He just stands and his head still pokes out of the top of the water. That's Nessie right there, right? Yeah. But we've never addressed that. It doesn't kind of look like a giraffe. Right? A giraffe. <laughs> it's kind of what it looks like. Starting to make sense now. Thank you, McKenzie. Breaking news: We have solved that one. Mark that one off the upcoming cryptids
0: episodes. <laughs> 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 Don't even have to cover it now. Just yeah. did. So the most prominent haunting. I mean, actually, let's ju- let's just talk about some of the other hauntings real quick. We talked about. When you're underwater, it feels like someone is grabbing your legs or your arms to pull you down. I'm sorry. Captain McSlips Life the
1: comment of the day. It says this is a Jurassic Park.
0: <laughs> so when you're underwater, it feels like somebody's trying to pull you down. Like, no thanks. Like, that is, like, the worst feeling in the world. And you don't see them, or it's a shadow figure? Come on, man. Like, why... Why are people swimming in this lake? Why are you doing it? Yeah. It's just not thing Papa Squatch was mentioning was that like at like the I guess there's a Jimmy Buffett um
1: Margaritaville um uh, mm-hmm. restaurant located right on the water there. And they had actually fenced off the area where you could go swimming in. So you couldn't you could basically dip your feet in the water, but you couldn't like dive in. So yeah. that's I how just it did that this way.
0: year. And it's like a big uproar in the community. People are not happy about mm-hmm. it. Because they're they probably want... just not happy that there's a Margaritaville in their community. That's that, that, that would that's, be me outside, angry picketing. That's why everyone's drowning. They're just like, get me away from Margaritaville. <laughs>
1: Give me away from the Jimmy Buffett music. <laughs> 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 I'll take anything. Come here, giraffe. I'm going for a ride. <laughs> <long is> <laughs> uh,
0: uh, so the most prominent haunted haunting is the Lady of the Lake. In the blue dress, which is not a white dress, so that's interesting. But there's actually a story behind the dress. The whole thing literally makes sense. We understand why there's a blue dress. And I found this haunting like really, really scary because it dates back to right after the accident happened. Right. So the two friends, they're going out for the night, they're in their late 30s, so they're going to like uh like a bar situation. I forget exactly where they were going, but they
1: definitely not Margaritaville,
0: probably not Margaritaville. Um, they get gas. They drive off because they have no money to, to pay for the gas. And they're never seen again. And there was speculation that they drove off the bridge because somebody saw like tire marks on the bridge, but they never confirmed it.
1: I think they did drive off the bridge.
0: can yeah, they did drive off the bridge, Jesse. But at the time, they didn't know. Oh, of- oh all right. At like, the time. They, okay. they, didn't, they didn't find the car for 32 years. Like, they literally if they drove off the bridge in, like, 1958. They're like, oh, we see tire marks. We think they went to the water. I mean, I understand that technology is different, but I know they could dive down there at the time to see if they could find a car down there. It well, probably, to-
1: probably depends on how deep that part of the lake is.
0: I mean, that's fair, but they, they found it in 1990 when they were doing repairs on the bridge. Mm-hmm. So it's not like it went too far away, right? It sounds like they didn't look very hard. That's what well, car, I think.
1: Yeah, cars are also, they were built a lot differently at that time, right? Yeah. So you right. got a car that goes, and now it's just going to float for a while. That one is going, that's sinking like a rock, the way yeah. those cars are built.
0: Yeah, so they, they immediately after they go missing, fishermen people on the lake start seeing this woman in a blue dress and she's not a nice ghost or anything like that she is actually like a terrifying one where she is trying to drag people into the water which is creepy because like it's when you hear of the woman who delia like she didn't come off like that from all the reports I was reading about her in her life. It wasn't like she was a serial killer or anything like that. So her spirit is like this vengeful spirit that is trying to drag people into the lake and they start seeing her almost immediately. And it's crazy because people were identifying, they find this body like months later, I think it was 18 months afterwards, this big bloated corpse Catfish have been eating the body, which is awful. Like just Gross. like yeah, her, I mean, you could be her, in the water for a matter of minutes before they start nipping at you. Her hands are gone. Like they ate her entire hands, which is tough to hear. Yes. Yes. Good job. You got to hand it to me. Oh my Not God. Bad. All right. That'll do it for today, folks. Thank you for that. <laughs> so so like they find the corpse and she's wearing the blue dress and everyone that has seen the spirit are like yeah that's the spirit it's clearly this girl there's a report on how she was so excited to wear that dress that night and they're like nope don't know who it is and i guess i understand like if you can't absolutely identify her you can't say that it is
1: and and it coming and it came in with a comment with just basic physics is how is she going to grab you with no hands (laughs)
0: it's true Mm. teeth that's right. Ghosts have teeth. The old teeth grab. Mm-hmm. Yeah, got, got to grab them with the teeth. Some call it a uh, bite. We call it a teeth grab here at Hometown Ghost Stories. The other Rachel B brings up a good point that it almost sounds like a siren. I mean, th- she's not singing, so there's not that. But, yeah, but she's still trying to drag you into the lake to drown you, right? It's, so it is similar.
1: There's similarities to La Llorona also, mm-hmm. and it's in the right area. Mm. The settings of La Llorona in Louisiana, San Antonio, uh, in that area. So, I mean, could be in the state, too. That's a good point. That's the first thing I thought of, obviously, when you associate Ladies of the Lake. Mm. That's that. Uh, Matthew Thomas coming up with a $5 donation with the quote of the day. That was earlier. That was me saying that lakes are wet from Jesse, the meteorologist. Thank you, Matthew T for the $5 donation. Captain McSlugs, who is a scientist came through and says uh, that catfish only eat vegetarians. So mm. it's an important detail. It's just so, science. it's just science.
0: So they keep seeing this ghost throughout the years, right? The story starts to slip away a little bit, but people are still seeing this ghost. And then in 1990, they, they find the car, so they find the other woman and everything gets solved and it's like in, in a movie they this usually is like now the haunting stops, like we know who she is, she's been identified we can put her at rest, her spirit can sleep, but that doesn't happen. They still see this, they still end up finding this ghost around still trying to drag people into the water and it's like Well, if she's still there, why? Actually, you know,
1: Cody and Puppa Squatch kind of put together an interesting theory here, which was Cody had said maybe another car chased him off from the gas station, and Puppa Squatch says that's what happens when you drive off without paying for gas. What if it was just like an angry guy from the gas station chased him down
0: and ran him off the road for not paying their gas? Oh, that's a good point. That could have been it. I mean, it was dark. The visibility is a lot lower back then, but I think that's a... That's a good mm-hmm. point. Maybe, maybe that the gas station attendant did chase them down mm-hmm. and we just would never know. Yep. more of a story. Pay for gas. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it's just, I, I wonder in a situation like this, right, what is, what is the catalyst to get that ghost to stop haunting? Like, wh- like these are the things we don't know because you would think it would be closure of the situation and it's not. So. What is that that spirit's closure? Is there closure for that one? I mean,
1: it's not always going to be the end-all be-all, right? Everything is different. What if you're, I mean, if you're dealing with something that's harming people, it's probably not a, a ghost that's an intelligent hunt anyways. It's probably something demonic, right? Or something evil.
0: Something mm. that was born out of
1: all of the terrible things that happened here. The fact that she appears wearing a blue dress makes you immediately think it's probably the girl that was found in the blue dress. Make the obvious... Thing, But everyone's like, she wasn't an evil person in life. So why is she like this in death?
0: Yeah. I mean, it's just to the gas station attendant point, maybe it is. It's vengeance that she's never going to be able to get. Maybe Maybe the closure is
1: someone just needs to go to the gas station and pay for their gas. That's true. Just clear up that bill.
0: Let her rest. (laughs) Yeah. Couldn't be more than like 25 cents. Yeah. 1958. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So. I mean, it's, it's a good story because the woman who was driving when they found the, the car in 1990, the, her kids were older at that point and they were able to get closure because they weren't a hundred percent sure what happened to her. They assumed that she had, you know, at the bottom of the lake, but people had reached out to them and been like, we saw your mom in Florida and stuff like that. Like that shit just sucks. Right. Like giving yeah. that false hope of seeing seeing it happens all mother. the time though too that happens
1: all the time when someone is missing people just either make false reports either because they actually think they saw the person or they're just doing it because they're assholes. uh Creekside asked do you think that the lady in the blue dress is demonic or just a story well that that could be one of three things right it could either be lady in the blue dress is that ghost Mm-hmm. Lady in the blue dress could be something demonic and evil, or it could just be a story. But I think when you have so many people over so many years that are are having witness testimony to this thing being real, then it, uh, I would weigh on the side of there is something going on there. Well, it's a so, legend, too. So it's something that everyone goes there expecting to see, and people sometimes see what they want to see, especially when they're – expecting that that's why like you look at the house like the Veliska house and they don't tell anybody what other people are experiencing just so that your experience is authentic it's for that exact reason because if you Mm -hmm. go expecting to see something sometimes you'll see exactly what you're expecting to see
0: i guess i guess where i find it more credible is the reports of her showing up like almost immediately and fishermen in like the 19 in 1958 1959 reporting it and just saying that they saw this apparition or this woman or this woman tried to grab them more so than any of the current day ones, because it tracks a little better Then, you know what I mean? Because I, who knows how much of that story got around town that, sh, the, you know, that woman was missing. You know what I mean? It's not as news isn't as easy to come by. Now, I'm sure a lot of people knew each other and stuff like that, but like, that's a very specific detail that I'm not sure everyone would share. And I'm obviously speculating, but it's not like, hey, Jesse, did you hear about the two girls that went missing? They went to the gas station. They didn't pay for their gas and they never were found. No one knows where the car is. Oh, by the way, one of them was wearing a blue dress that she just absolutely loved. Right? Like that's not how that story generally goes.
1: Yeah. It's some weird, some weird details that you probably wouldn't just create out of thin air. Right. So I think that the early I mean pe- people legitimately went missing. So yeah, you, you have certain you have you have some legends that have absolutely no ties to history that you're you either believe it or you don't, right? You have so some of them like the let's just say Emily's bridge, for example. I don't think that there's an actual name of an actual person documented that died on that bridge, right?
0: Correct. So it's
1: either you believe the legend or you just flat out don't. Yeah. With this one, you have people that actually went missing. They were actually seen at the gas station. They were there. They stole the gas. She did. So there are, there are facts that they went missing. Their bodies were found in the Lake. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: I believe one of them, I I think you already went over the details, right? So people, people went missing this, this actually happened. People actually died here. So this one, I believe is, is closer to the truth than, than just your average legend. Not saying that average legends can't be true, but this one is more
0: likely true. Right. And my thing is just, again, seeing seeing the apparition almost immediately with the detail people were able to provide that that leads a little more credence to me that there could Mm -hmm. be something there. I don't think it's demonic to answer that question that we got asked. I do think it is. I do think that there are spirits that are capable of negative energy. And I believe it's one of those that's lurking around the lake.
1: Yeah, I feel like we almost toss around... I mean, we don't want to leave any possibilities out, but we toss around demonic a lot. But Uh when something is actively trying to kill people, I think it is definitely something that you should at least be concerned about. Well, malevolent spirits do exist in addition to demons. And if you want to quote the Catholic religion, they say it's super unlikely for there to be a demonic a demon situation. So if you believe that, then it can't be a demon at every single location where there are malign things happening. Just, but it could just be, it could just be a malevolent spirit. Yeah. So basically the way that it's believed is that you have like your ranks when it comes to the demonic where you know, demon or Satan demon, then you have like your soldiers and generals and all all these different levels of these different tiers of demons. And you could deal with lower level ones or um, more evil ones, but I would assume the higher you get up on that ladder, the the more rare they are. Right. That's true, too. That's a good point. I'm not convinced that this isn't the lady in white. Now, I know it's a blue dress, but hear me out. If it was a white dress and people are seeing her on the water at night, it could be reflecting blue. Mm-hmm. And the lady in white is such a common ghost that people see all over the place throughout so many different cultures, not even just La Llorona, which that is the correct area for this. It could be.
0: Dave, respectfully, from myself and the chat, fuck off. We don't want a white dress ghost tonight. Okay. I thought you were going to call out the train that won't stop going by. Who's I know, <laughs> dude. the longest like, train ever? <laughs> I know. It never happens here. What is this?
1: <laughs> All I hear is a train going back.
0: That's why I keep muting and trying not to talk, because this fucking train's been going <laughs> by for 20 minutes. I, I have, like, just the regular T trains around here. This thing's going nuts, and I'm just like, dude, leave. Nobody <laughs> wants you here. We're in Bridgewater. Nobody needs a train in Bridgewater. What are we doing? Jesse and I used to live on the next street over. We used to hear that train go by all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but not like this. It's been going off since like the pre-show. Mm-hmm. Like, do we what are we doing? <laughs> Pretty wild.
1: But yeah, I, I agree that could be a lady. <laughs> could be a lady in white. I mean, she's probably cold as hell, right? She's just always in the lake, turning blue.
0: I mean, it is, it is, it is a viable theory. Like if you're seeing through the spirit and it's reflecting off the water, it'd be blue, but it would actually be a Brown dress because for some reason, every body of water in the South is Brown. It just, they're all Brown Gulf of Mexico. Disgusting. The South needs to do something about these bodies of water down there. It is gross. Fix it.
1: Maybe it's cause they're all full of bodies. Just decomposing <laughs> bodies.
0: <That's, laughs>
1: could be it. Yeah. It's probably would it be is. it. There's another haunting that was there that I don't believe you mentioned, but there was another one that people see where they basically see a ghost of a guy and he's in like a small boat, maybe a rowboat of sorts, and he's carrying a lantern and mm. then he vanishes, which is kind of creepy imagery. I don't really know much more about it. I don't know if that's a backstory. That one sounds a little bit more like the legends that we were talking about earlier, where it's like, this has just been passed around and people say that they see this thing, but it's a possibility.
0: And it reminds me a little bit of the one in France, I believe it was. How about the one in Bridgewater? It's literally the same haunting. It is a man in a rowboat with a lantern at night on the NIP. So we covered the Bridgewater episode as one of the first hauntings we covered. So I wonder, to your point, if this is a haunting, like literally at almost every lake where they see a man in a rowboat with a lantern. It adds up because how many rowboats do we think have capsized in lakes? Probably a lot. Yeah, probably a lot of people holding lanterns. So it's not inconceivable that it's a multiple, you know, lake thing throughout the world where people are having this haunting. You're absolutely right.
1: I mean, just with hundreds and hundreds of people that are dying at this lake,
0: anything is possible. What if it's the same ghost and his, his burden is he has to go to every lake in the world and just go across it at least once? Let's go there and just creep out at least a few people at the giraffe at the
1: lake giraffe, (laughs) fight the lake kangaroo. Didn't we have lake kangaroos at one point?
0: We did have have lake kangaroos. It's a very, yeah, it's a lot to do. It's a lot to do for this poor ghost in a rowboat with his lantern. All right. I think we just have to do it since we're talking about all these animals. Um, We're going to take a sidebar real quick. And Jesse, I need you to pull something up for me while I talk. Oh, In yes. the priest. I already, know. <laughs> I already know. I'm on it. So I want to tell this story real quick. Not ghost related, but it should be. There was this king or prince who was presented with a tiger or a lion at one point. Sorry, a lion from some guest of his. And he was enamored with this lion. And he loved it. But the problem is, this lion, probably because he didn't know how to take care of it, died within two to three weeks. And he was very sad about this. We are sidebarring it. I'm sorry. So he was very sad about this lying pass. And so he went to his taxidermist and said, taxidermist, I need you to, um, I need you to taxidermist this lion for me. That's right. For what, what is, what's the word for it? Who, I who need cares? you to
1: taxidermist this for me. <laughs> I need, yeah, that's what Ta- that's taxidermy. What taxidermy. I think <laughs> yeah. is the word you're looking for.
0: Right, Matthew. I'm it's, getting to it. It's, it's called taxidermy. I need yeah. you to taxidermy my lion. Problem is, the taxidermist had never seen a lion before, and he didn't know what he was doing. So, Jesse, um, can you pre please present the evidence of the taxidermy to lion and show everybody? This quick. is it. After after it was taxidermied. Yeah, um, <laughs> that's the so,
1: lion. Dave, could you please describe this picture for yes. audio listeners? This, no, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> we'll probably have to post a picture of it on Twitter. On Twitter but this yeah. did not disappoint. I was very happy to see this. Yeah, so if you have never
0: seen the lion, please <laughs> yeah. look up the taxidermy lion. I'm sorry to the audio listeners if this is your first episode, but occasionally we have to Do you think, do you think do he visuals. looked at his finished product and it was like, Nailed yeah, I think I, I think I got it. <laughs> That's probably what a lion looks like. You know, wooden <laughs> George Washington teeth. <laughs> I, think
1: I, I think I know this. Gene Simmons a, tongue.
0: A tongue that looks like a burnt steak. And, you and know, googly the, guys, eyes. the eyes are just real close together. Real, real close together. And oh, um, whatever. I don't think is. I've seen
1: a single animal that has eyes like this. <laughs> <laughs> if you've never seen a lion before, this is what you'd picture, right?
0: I want to know if the king was very happy about that taxidermy lion. What right, castle can... is this from? Was this castle haunted? Because we, we blew it. We blew it if this is actually from a haunted castle. Uh, I know. We could have just done 15 minutes of that image of that lion on screen. Mm-hmm. As, you know, as one of us is like, and within the castle walls, <laughs> there is a haunted lion. If you, Rumor has it, if it gets too close, its cross eyes will we'll straighten out or something. I don't know. I have it one more, one more image to present before we move on from this. All right,
1: the best one of all—the lion one. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Anyways, ghosts. We have ghosts. 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 Uh, do we want to get into there being a freaking Native American burial ground? We kind of hit on it a little bit, but we did. I mean, how, how do you not do something with that?
1: What are you, you supposed you to do with it?
0: it? I don't know, dude, like not put a lake on top of it, yeah, I, I guess. Think to I think the other
1: the other alternate is dig it up. That sounds decidedly worse. This is a lose-lose, but honestly, in these situations, like there's parts of the lake all over this thing that aren't submerged, right? There's islands all over the place. Make that one of the islands. Leave At least leave that alone. And then you have so many cemeteries, too. There's just so many recipes for this being a very haunted area. You're <laughs> desecrating graves, right? You're excavating and and you're reinterning them somewhere else and or you're just leaving them and pretending that you did it like yeah yeah we, we definitely
0: yeah we move moved those those. bodies
1: yep took care of them go ahead dump the water dump dump the water now Indeed. Greg and then you have like lower level stuff right where you have people who lived in these houses and they're leaving upset the houses are still there they left a lot of them there's just so many different reasons that these places could be haunted and you just have a bunch of bodies You have a bunch of bodies. You have a bunch of people that have never been found that drown and they just fall into this icy abyss down 160 feet or whatever. Hmm. It's there's yeah, I would not I would not swim here. Most of these haunted places that we cover. In fact, I would say 99% of them
0: Hmm.
1: I would go to and I would like to go to. I would enthusiastically go to this one. I probably would not enter this water. I would go to I definitely definitely wouldn't go in the the water. I would visit this lake for sure and check out everywhere except for Margaritaville. And I, sorry, I, was, I, I can't get past the fact the fact that people swim in this lake. <laughs> oh, I thought I thought you were going to. I thought we were going to get into a Margaritaville debate, debate, and I was ready, but that's fine. No, no, no. This is just, I just can't get over you. You picture a mass grave with seven hundred dead bodies, and then you mm-hmm. put some water in it. Are you going in? No, no, no. Not, It's so gross. So (laughs) much. It's nasty. I don't don't understand it. I don't even know if I would want to fish here. Like maybe if you fish and then throw a fish back. But I wouldn't want to eat a fish that has been feasting on dead bodies. Who the hell wants to fish
0: anyways? Fishing sucks.
1: Fishing is awesome. That's one step away from cannibalism. Right? Let's say you go into your bathroom to take a bath and there's a dead body floating in the water. Are you just going to get in with it?
0: Oh yeah. What do I, do so I have dirty? To, where do I have to go? Like, it depends <laughs>
1: <laughs> or after your bath.
0: Yeah. Well, I would probably shower at that point. <laughs> yeah.
1: Slide, slide them over, at least sit them up, take a shower. That way I'm not in the water. I'd, I'd keep my shoes on obviously. Yeah. Shower, shower. I mean, that's just, that's just an average shower for me anyways, but
0: <laughs> that's just yeah.
1: respect for the body. Ricardo says, how many ships have sank in the Atlantic ocean? Dave, that is slightly different.
0: Like the scale is, is,
1: is way different. It's salt water. This is just this is just a lake that just sits there like stew and just stagnates. Gross.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: now you know I, I like you that
0: this just keeps going back to soup. Like it just like human soup is the is the Pop, thing. What if, what if it was Ben Franklin in your tub, Rob? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> That's
1: a throwback. That's a throwback. <laughs> great reference
0: (laughs) um yeah this this lake is is gross there's there's lakes that have more deaths in them but we're talking about like lake erie which is in my mind almost just like a freaking ocean anyways that place is so gigantic so but it's just the scale of this place it's big Mm -hmm. but Man, it is. Yeah, I feel like we I feel like we
1: do need to go back to the fact that fishing doesn't suck. Epsilon says that you crossed a line. Fishing is bliss. That's okay. Now, and now I know Rob hates Wait, everything. Said, he makes that fishing pretty sucks. Cool. Rob said
0: fishing sucks. Yeah, fishing sucks.
1: Fishing is awesome. I'm at it every time that you said that out of the podcast. So please stop saying it. So I fishing so sucks.
0: <laughs> 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 I think you just suck at fishing. That's the problem. No, I, I had fishing. to fish every day of my life as a child. And oh, I, that sounds awful. It was oh God, the worst a terrible childhood. Oh I gosh. hated it.
1: Do you know what I You could, mean, could be you laying mean, at the bottom mean, of a watery grave in this lake, being nipped on by catfish right now. Instead, you had a great childhood of fishing. No, it was the worst. I was
0: tortured. I was made to go fishing. It was the worst. I hate it. I hate fishing. Fishing right. sucks. <laughs> there no. T- there's no. There's no turning Rob around on this one. No. It is. It is my least favorite activity. There is. That's
1: Stephanie funny. says, uh, you guys realize that Rob has a thing for bad taxidermy. Remember the Valentine's Day episode? <laughs> oh, that's, oh, yeah.
0: that's a good point. That's I guess that's point. fair. I do find it fascinating because I'm like, but, you know, that's not what it's supposed to look like, right? There but, are <laughs>
1: there are a few things in this world that are more hilarious than bad taxidermy. <laughs> in fact, if it wouldn't freak my kids out, I would try to make a collection of exclusively bad taxidermy because that would that <laughs> how hilarious would that room be <laughs> if you just had terribly taxidermied animals
0: <laughs> oh man and some people too that'd be great you can mm-hmm. find like bad taxidermy in like the weirdest places too like you go into like um I think we actually saw one in Salem in like one of the antique shops we're like what is that squirrel why is that there <laughs> I think like five hundred dollars too
1: <laughs> You can't, it can't be hard to be bad at taxidermy, right? Yeah. Just it, it, you watch like one quick video on like the general idea of it and just go at it cuz you're gonna do a bad job when you first start out anyways. I'm in.
0: We have new cut business of, model boys. Cut it open, throw some socks in there and hand it back, right? <laughs> some googly eyes? That's <laughs> got to be the process. Some yeah. wooden teeth? I mean, we're good.
1: <laughs> Giant George Washington teeth. That thing looked like the uh the the devil, which, which the Swansea devil.
0: The, the devil? <laughs> like, bro, you know how, how unaffected the devil would be if he looked like that? If there's just this cross eyed lie coming up to you like, Do you want to sell your soul to me? Like <laughs>
1: uh, so this is this this place is crazy though. And I'm glad we covered a uh a haunted lake. I found the story actually pretty fascinating. And I, I was thinking I'm like all right, we got a haunted lake coming up. It's probably just going to be a few people died here. And then there's going to be like a couple regular old ghost stories of people seeing a woman standing at the edge of the lake or something like that. But the history behind this place is insane. And it's also pretty horrifying and it hasn't stopped. Right. A lot of these locations we're talking about this event happened this at this point, this event happened a hundred years ago, this event happened 200 years ago, and then maybe one other thing happened. And then since then it's just been hauntings, right? Hmm. This location People are still dying here, whether it's something paranormal or not. All I know is there are way more deaths that happen at this lake than the other ones in the general area. And probably it's got to be one of the top bodies of water in the United States that uh, uh, that has a death toll this high. Where you're talking about, it's not just a little bit higher, but th- at least three times higher than other places in the area. That's something's going on there, right? Yeah. So it's, it's pretty interesting.
0: I mean, I don't think they should be banning swimming like in one specific part of the lake. I understand why they do it. But like, if you can do it everywhere else at the lake, like people are, you got to let people make their decisions. It's just the wrong decision to go into the human soup is what I would say. I would want to see how we would investigate the lake. Fishing. Be- mm-hmm. Fuck off, Dave. Nobody <laughs> wants to do that. We've established that. No, but like, seriously, like how would, because we'd have to find certain points you can camp around there we'd have to try to find like some sort of a device
1: that we could use that we could probably hold and maybe dip something into the water to maybe like fish out some sort of evidence
0: we'd have to throw (laughs) one of us in the water to see if somebody pulls them down and i think the one with the correct buoyancy would be dave it would have to be him why would i have the correct buoyancy
1: you have a really salty diet. It's
0: not it's yeah. fresh water, so we we'll need yeah. to introduce <laughs> as much salt as possible. Yeah. Um, so I think you're gonna have to make the sacrifice and swim in the soup, the human soup. Are you okay with that? I am not. Please, we're gonna make sure you have a lot of electronics in your hand. As we I don't think it's a good water. idea.
1: <laughs> <laughs> this is for the investigation,
0: <laughs> Dave. It's paranormal yeah. investigation. What are you gonna yeah. do without electronics? You're gonna go underwater and not use the spirit box? What are we doing?
1: Yep, you get the spirit box and the ghost toaster. <laughs> the ghoster the, the ghoster poster. of course <laughs> perfect. i think it's pretty clear that we're not equipped for an
0: outside investigation yet we do not have a game plan <laughs> in order boys we do not have a game plan in order so no we we need to though because i want to do an outside invest like an all outside investigation i want yeah i think I mean, the woods happen. the woods is easy like because you go in the woods but a lake that's that's a tough one that's a tough one hmm yeah,
1: I, I don't know how you gather that much information. The bridge, right? It's, right? It's, just so tr- it's so tricky. Yeah, is the bridge haunted by? Is that where that ghost appears frequently, or no? She, she shows it's up there, dramatic. but she
0: also shows up on the edge of the water, a bunch of different places. So, I guess you would go to the. I, I guess you would go to the to the bridge. I don't know, Papa Squatch. We have work for you. I'm sure there's some footage around. I wasn't looking specifically into
1: people investigating the lake, but people have probably investigated it. It's just outside investigations are so tricky because you have noise contamination. I think you got to kind of rely on thermal imaging probably relatively heavily. And you can always do spirit box stuff, but even with thermal imaging, you don't know if you're catching an animal on camera or people.
0: It's a huge lake too. Like. (laughs) What if
1: you're on the complete wrong side of this massive
0: lake? Sounds well, you figure out where the fucking bridge is before you start, Jesse. Come on. We're adults here. That's a good point. I mean, that's something we would figure out.
1: Yeah. If the, if the hauntings are central, centralized around the bridge, I'm sure there are paranormal teams in the area that have figured out where the hotspots are for that, for that location.
0: Yeah. yeah. Is there anything else you guys want to hit on on this lake? No,
1: that was actually a lot of fun. It was a pretty fun episode.
0: Yeah, we mentioned the shadow people, right? Because that's scary, too. Just it was one of the first things we mentioned. Yeah, so I just want to make sure we hit that. Well, if that's it, I have a couple of five-star reviews to read. So this one's from Nightwing. It's called The Best Podcast. I've been listening to the podcast for roughly a year now and probably should have given them a review much sooner. It's a phenomenal podcast. Each week I find myself waiting for the new episode to drop. The conversations they have on each episode is both informative and entertaining. You'll learn about many Paranormal Stories locations while also dying laughing. Also, I recently recently watched their live stream, which was a great as well. It's a must-listen or watch. The next one is from Brenda C. in Missouri, titled The Love Your Show. I have never listened to a podcast before, never mind a paranormal one. A friend of mine recommended your show and I binge listen to it every day at work. I am almost caught up and I have several other coworkers that have started listening as well. Thank you, Brenda for sharing the show. That is amazing. Um, She also wrote, I love the stories and the history behind them. The camaraderie between you all is so much fun to listen to. Thank you for your work that you put into all these episodes to keep me open-minded as well as entertained. And the next one is titled, I'm terrible with titles but this is not a terrible podcast and it is from K period exclamation part period exclamation mark period exclamation mark etc cetera, etc cetera. it's titled <laughs> Case in point yes i'm ashamed to admit that this is the first review i've done for a podcast despite being an avid listener but this show is so worth it i found this show a while back when i was looking for something to listen to between episodes of my usual shows Instead, they all took a backseat because I could not stop listening to this podcast. Every episode is well-researched and just pulls you in with the stories. The guys are hilarious, and the banter between them is unmatched. The show is divided into two parts, a pre-recorded segment on the stories and history of a location, then a live discussion amongst the hosts where fans can join in and share their own thoughts. I don't know of any other podcast like it. I'm so sad to be caught up on the episodes, but it's truly a testament to how amazing the show is. And I just respond with... You can start over. You can listen to them all again. Now, we do appreciate though, and
1: I mean uh, that never ceases to amaze me when people are like, "Hey, just just found you guys. Listen to all the episodes." I'm like, "Gosh!" Yeah, we'll being somebody's content, first
0: podcast that they've ever listened to, like that's that blows me away. And um, thank you so much.
1: I guess Go back and listen familiar. to all the episodes at half speed. It's hilarious. Really? <laughs> yeah, it's the, everyone sounds drunk. That's great. Mm. <laughs> We'll didn't, know you about- it, and- didn't know you had to put it yeah. to do that, all right. uh, public squad says that bridge is 56 minutes from my house yeah i'm gonna look into the uh do it look
0: into it and see if there are actually yeah that would have been cool we should have hit him up before you did the episode and have him go get some footage he did so- hit me up but we were on like time constraints this for this episode
1: oh good All oh, good uh let's do this real quick uh If you want to win a limited edition pack of hometown ghost story stickers, just type stickers in chat. I'll take the next 10 or so of you and we'll do that. I also don't remember who won the last one. So I don't really remember if I sent off the last one. So obviously you're definitely going to win these stickers. I'm going to send them to you, but uh, I will, I'll look into that one, but I think I might be one winner behind. So if that was you, let me know. And in the meantime, uh, let me, or why don't you guys go over what we have here for upcoming episodes while I type these folks in. So okay. next week, we are heading back across the lake, the Atlantic Lake, and we are going to the Forest of Cannock Chase in the UK. Mm-hmm. And I've been wanting to cover this location for over a year now. I've had it back-burnered, and uh, now we're going to do it. It's awesome. We have a guest narrator coming on, so we have that to look forward to, and it's going to be a banger.
0: I'm, yeah, I'm wait. excited for it. I love I love going overseas. I mean, there's so much here that I haven't heard of. Like Lake Lanier, for example, is a great one. But mm-hmm. getting to hear the stories overseas is also just like, especially like England and Europe and how old they are. And we're like, so long ago in 1990, a ghost <laughs> was created. And they're like, book in 776 BC MF. There was a, you know, like, they're just, like, making up times. Yeah, 700 B.C.,
1: 700 A.D., right around the same time, yeah. right? 1,500 it's, it's years. Interesting it's interesting because that's also, like, that's a common question that we were actually getting at the convention that we were just at, which we'll go more over in a couple of weeks when we cover the location. But the one of the big questions that we were getting was, have you ever have you dealt with any more recent ghosts, like ghosts mm. from maybe a couple of years ago? And a lot of our stories don't really cover ghosts that are, you know, from two thousand twenty-two or, or anything close to now, but I'm, I'm sure those are we a have. thing. We've covered it. Yeah. Hurti, uh, those from like Last year, Modesto, California. Well, not like last year, but you know, mid two thousands. Right. Yeah. Okay. Right. So I, again, I, I don't think that they are, they're not out there, but it's just most of the stories that you deal with are goes from a long time ago.
0: So, well, I mean, we've had a lot from the 50s and 60s as well. I mean, it's it depends on your definition of long ago, is what I would say. Well, there are more dead people the further back you get, and there are maybe yeah, not. That's that's incorrect. There are more just, dead people today than there was ever in the history of dead people. That is yes,
1: actually. as an aggregate number that you're collect all of them together. But you, that's because you're including the thousands of years worth of dead people in just the last 10 years.
0: Yeah, which you means that there's more time. dead people now than there was back then. No, David, no matter how, how that you dice it,
1: I am going to. Sure, I'm sure. saying there are more dead people from the beginning of time up until 1999 than there are from 1999 to now. Oh, oh, oh I am actually. correct. Everything you just said makes complete sense, but I'm going to go ahead and say that no, it doesn't. All right, let's <laughs> spin this wheel, and we'll pick our winner. There are significantly more than 10 people here, but I didn't want to leave anyone out. So let's give us a All right, the spin. wheel is going
0: around. Dave's dumb face keeps spinning. It's spinning. It's spinning. Where's Dave's face going to land? And it's looking like Swanee. Swanee. Nice. Yes. So send us over your information,
1: and we will send you out those. Stickers. In the meantime, let's thank our patrons for our VIPs. We have Allison V, Garrett, Jeannie R, Justin T, Lisa J, Mike Oubliette, B, Mom and Pops W, Robert H, Demon King, and Inspires Gaming. Thank you guys so much for being VIPs. We also have 32DRC. That's a brand new patron. Welcome in. Ambi Rose, Anna C, Chris C, Donnie N, Elizabeth Young, Lily, Jake V, Janice G, Marfire, Matthew T, Papa Squatch, Peach Smoothie, Rachel B., Randy C., Sarah Cook, Stephanie A., Sydney B., Al Capone, Anthony T., Brandon W., Brennan B., Kathy McSlugs, Cody G., Hooska! Hooska! We have Huggy Bear, we have Joe R., Cara Lee J., Mark M., Mariah M., Nuthouse Queen, Paul from St. Louis, Sam from Nepal. I think that's a new one too, right? Uh, Sarah R., Scotty L., Solar Flair, Soph, Hooper, and the other Rachel Thank you so much for as little as $3 a month. You can join on Patreon, get exclusive access to bonus content, early access to bonus episodes, ad-free episodes. Also, we got a... Uh, Did I read out Swanee? Because Swanee is also a member on Patreon. So welcome in, Swanee. I don't know if I skipped over that name or not, but winner of the stickers and winner of my heart because you are now on (laughs) Patreon as well. So thank you so much. But we actually dropped a few clips from our recent trip down to Pennhurst hospital which is pretty cool so that's exclusive to patreon and then youtube you could join for as little as one dollar and maximum of one dollar because we didn't set <laughs> we, we I just wanted to be as cheap as possible for youtube you unlock the emotes and we also have kind of limited some of our content as members only on youtube as well so uh, thank you guys we can't uh, say how much we appreciate all of the support website and, um, uh, we'll have new merch this week we have so we still have our t shirts and we have our beanies available. We will this this week we'll have also keychain flashlights and koozies mm-hmm. available as well. And then we're gonna be idea. adding a whole bunch of inventory on the next the next round of inventory that we order. So we're gonna throw hooded sweatshirts, probably zip up sweatshirts, um baseball cap type things. That's awesome. Who knows? Who, who knows? For, that.
0: for sure. Uh, Thinking in a be- we should have, reach out on the Discord and we'll uh, look into it.
1: Yeah, thanks again to Matthew T. who donated $5. Papa Squatch who donated 10 gifted memberships and Irish Assassin who just subbed on Twitch. Thank you guys so much. Is there anything else we want to touch on, gentlemen? Well, that's it for me. I think that'll pretty much do it. And we'll see you guys on Friday for what Cursed, possessions. Cursed Possessions. And I'll uh, we'll be back next week. We'll see you. Peace.